Welcome in. This is Locked On Northwestern, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this is your source for Northwestern athletics. And thank you for making Locked On Northwestern your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Carter Bird. Today, we're going to check in on the quarterback battle we're going to look at the two main competitors, and then we're going to look at what Pat Fitzgerald and Ryan Holinsky said in the media last week, and where we think that this is going to shape up as fall camp progresses. As we learned at Big Ten Media Days, the quarterback battle at Northwestern is down between two players. It's down between Ryan Holinsky, somebody who was with the program last year, the leading returning passer on the team, and redshirt freshman Brendan Sullivan. Let's start with Helensky. Just a refresher on Ryan Helensky. He is a junior, 6'3", 215 pounds out of Orange, California. He transferred in from South Carolina before the 2021 season. He was a four-star in the 2019 class, very highly rated Number 64 player in the country, number two pro-style quarterback, and the number 20 player in the state of California. And in his first year at South Carolina in the SEC East, he got a lot of playing time. Due to injuries in the quarterback room to, to, to Jake Bentley, he really got an opportunity and made the most of it. He looked pretty good. He was 236 of 406 for 58.1% completion percentage for 2,357 yards, 11 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. Now, he got banged up at the end of that year, and as he progressed to the 2020 season, he lost the job to Colorado State transfer Colin Hill, and thus his... His numbers really fall off a cliff because he doesn't play really that much. In 2020, he appears in just two games, throwing six passes, completing four of them for a 66.7% completion percentage for just six yards. He does not throw a touchdown, and he does not throw an interception. So at that point, Ryan Helensky, it was kind of time for a fresh start. So he entered the transfer portal and found himself in, in Evanston, which in 2021, in his first season with the program, with a limited spring and a new system, he was 95 of 176 for 54% completion percentage, 978 yards, three touchdowns, and four interceptions. When you go back and watch him, though, that freshman year at South Carolina, there's a lot to like. There really is. He he works very well on schedule and in rhythm. He can be accurate when he's when he has the proper footwork and he has the time. He can squeeze the ball into tight windows because he has a strong arm. He's pretty solid at leading receivers when he is on schedule. He's a tough guy back there at quarterback and just win when the offensive line gives him the time and when he can be in rhythm, the talent, the talent of the number 64 player in the 2019 class, it really does shine through. 
and it, it it looks strong. Like he looks very capable, and that the ceiling is higher than maybe you've seen so far in his college career. When he was at his best at South Carolina, you knew he really you saw he really liked to push the ball down the field, especially when he has the playmakers to do it. He had Shai Smith, Brian Edwards, and other playmakers on that offense that I mean, he can put some air on the ball and he can he can lead you out front and, and you can make a big play. That was not an issue for Ryan Helensky in that freshman year because he does have a strong arm. He has a cannon back there. And then another thing you notice is he really does maneuver the pocket well. He he likes to keep his eyes downfield. He likes to buy himself time, um, let his receivers get open. And I think that's something that that is can very much carry over in year two at Northwestern. He he can feel more comfortable in the system, but the big key is he has to take care of the football, even at the level that he did at South Carolina. I mean, if he has a ratio of double the touchdowns to interceptions, that's a significant improvement over the three touchdowns, four interceptions we saw in 2021. But he has to, for him to be successful, he has to be on time, he has to be on schedule, he has to be in rhythm, because that's when you really see him at his best. Now, when Ryan talked to the media last week, he said something really interesting about his time in college so far. This is the first time that he's had an offensive coordinator back for a second consecutive year. The offensive coordinator changed from year one to year two at South Carolina, and then he transferred to Northwestern, and he had Mike Bajakian for his first year with him in the system at Northwestern. So this is the first time that the system hasn't changed up on him from one year to the other. And I think that's significant because I think he's finally going to be in a spot where he's comfortable in the offense. He feels good about where he's at. And he continues to preach the mindset of being 1-0 in every rep that he has. I want to know in every game. And that's the the mindset that he has going into 2022, and I think he's really in a good place going into this next season. Now, coming up in just a couple minutes, we're going to look at his biggest contender in this quarterback race, and we're going to talk about Pat Fitzgerald and what he had to say about it so far with camp. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. 
LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So Ryan Holinsky's biggest competition in this quarterback battle is Brendan Sullivan. Brendan Sullivan's a redshirt freshman. He's six foot three, two hundred twelve pounds, out of Davison, Michigan. He was a three star in that twenty twenty one class. He was the number six hundred ninety seven player in the country, number forty nine quarterback, and the number seventeen player in the state of Michigan, according to the two four seven composite. Now he redshirted in twenty twenty one, probably needed to because when he when he came to college, he was about one hundred eighty pounds, and by the time He's coming around to this fall. He's already at 212. So he's gotten significantly bigger. He's and that's going to be necessary because the 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 main bit of footage you have of Brandon Sullivan is from high school. And when you watch it, he's a dual threat quarterback through and through. He really is. I mean, he's he can attack you on the ground just as effectively, just as potently as he can through the air. And he's really pretty shifty when you watch him make his moves. I mean, he probably doesn't have as strong of an arm as Ryan Helinski does, but he very much can make plays with his legs. And he looks to. Sometimes, sometimes to an extent, more so than you would like. Sometimes you would like him to have a little bit of that Ryan Helinski sit in the pocket by time, climb the pocket, move in the pocket, let your receivers buy time to make to get open and make plays for you. But kind of like Helinski, when he's on schedule, he can be pretty accurate. Kind of contrary to Helinski, Helinski really loves to roll left. He really loves to roll left and then keep his shoulders pointed up the field. Sullivan really likes to go to the right, or Sully as they call him in the locker room. He he definitely has this this confidence about him when you watch him in high school. He has a uh, a swagger for for lack of a better term, but it's it comes back to what does he look like in this Northwestern offense in 2022? Does he can he sit in that pocket and consistently deliver accurate strikes? To his receivers. And if you're Northwestern and he's somebody you're going to put out there in Dublin in game one, do you build in a little more of the quarterback run game? Do you move the pocket some and get him moving outside the pocket where where in high school it very much looks like he that's where he's comfortable, that's where he wants to be, is kind of on the move where he has the the option to throw it down the field. He can he can hit a receiver, he or he can pump fake, pull it down, and make plays with his legs. Do you have designed rollouts? Do you move the pocket? Do you try to make him comfortable with his skill set more so? Because it's a completely different skill set than what you would see out of out of Ryan Helinski, who's 
very much more a pro-style pocket passer quarterback. And, you know, even in his high school ranking, like, it showed that. He was the number two pro-style quarterback in that 2019 class. My question with Sullivan is, so those are your two guys in the battle. Those are, those are your two contenders here. Well, Pat Fitzgerald last week, he said, as on the on the quarterback room as a whole, you're definitely seeing better execution. You're seeing better execution and a better understanding of the offense, which is great, which is great because you didn't get a high, super high level of quarterback play in 2021. But it also makes sense because both guys have been in the system for a couple years now, or they're going into year two in the system because you were able to maintain some stability with the offensive scheme. Now, one thing Fitzgerald stressed is that whoever goes out there for the first snap of the 2022 season, there's a there's an emphasis on taking care of the football. Last year, you threw more interceptions than you threw touchdown passes. And you can't have success in 2022 college football with that type of with that type of production, with when you don't take care of the football, when you don't value each possession. So what you would like to see in year two in the system, moving moving in and staying in that Bajakian offense, you would like to see both quarterbacks protect the football at a higher level than the quarterback room did the year before. One thing that I thought was interesting with Fitzgerald was just how much he seemed to stress how Ryan Helinski's in a better spot this year. He's in a different place than he was last year because it's not just a little bit of spring ball and then into the fall, into the fire in in his first year in the system. He's been in the system for an entire season now. He's been here for a full year. He's been through two springs now. He's going into year two. And something similar can be said for Brendan Sullivan, and Fitz made sure to mention that. But the 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 quarterback room as a whole seems to be in a better spot. Fitz seems to be confident about the level of play coming out of that quarterback room. And he said that, you know, both guys, as much as they are different, they do share a lot of similar similarities. They do, they are doing a better job protecting the football. They, but the the main difference between the two is Ryan Halinski has the experience. And Fitz made note of that. Now, he did follow that up with saying that He's gaining confidence with both guys. The team is gaining confidence with both guys, which is which is key. Because your team has to trust whoever rolls out there for that first snap of the 2022 season. He did say it's too early to 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 name a starter. He did say uh that's because of how the guys are playing. Because they're playing at a high level. But they're going to continue to take it day by day, so that's that's where you where things stand with with the quarterback battle to this point in camp. But how does it? How do I think it's going to sh- shape up? How do I see it progressing from this point? Well, let's talk about it. If you're asking me, 
you're asking me about this 2022 quarterback battle, I think you have two legitimate options, and that's not just because there's two candidates. Well, really two sets of philosophies. You can you can run the system the way you've been running it the past few years. You can lean on the skill set of your quarterbacks of the past few years. And which in that case, I think Ryan Holinsky makes a lot of sense. Because he's a guy who's been there. He's a guy who's had the opportunity to to earn the respect of his teammates, to earn his place. And he even talks about it when he talks about his number change for this season. He talked about how last year J.J. Jefferson wore number three. And he talked to him last year about that number because that number's important to Ryan Helinski because that's the number that his brother Tyler wore when his brother played at Washington State. His brother who obviously has passed away. But he talks about talking with J.J. Jefferson and how he hadn't earned the right to wear that number yet. He hadn't, quote, earned his keep yet. So he wore 12 last year, which in his own words was a version of 3, 1 plus 2. But now he's been in that locker room for a year. He's earned the respect of everybody in there. He's, in his mind, he's earned the right to wear number three. And that's, to me, that's important. When, when, when the team, when you earn the respect of your teammates, when you can have them believe in you, when their confidence is growing in you, like we saw Fitz say, I think that is a huge thing for this Northwestern offense. Because if you don't if you don't believe and you don't respect the guy who's leading the offense, the guy who has the has the reins, then it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard to be successful on offense. I mean, you granted they were still solid on offense, but you saw you saw an Oklahoma team in 2021, there was seemed to be a level of uh, doubt in Spencer Rattler. I don't think he had the confidence of everybody in that locker room. And they turned the offense over to Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams shines. Now, obviously, both of them are gone. But I think that that's an important key that everybody in that room is getting comfortable with comfortable and confident about the quarterbacks. That's a key going forward. And I think that having seen him on the field more than Brendan Sullivan, I think that the team might believe more in Ryan Helinski. Might have a little more confidence in him. So if you want to, if you and if your offensive line, especially, if they can give Helinski the time, and they can let him have his feet under him, use his footwork, 
be in rhythm, be on schedule, and a couple guys step up in this receiver's room, other than Malik Washington, you could see a passing game really resurge in 2022. And that's that's a scenario where I really think Ryan Helinski makes a lot of sense. Then on the other hand, you know you have a solid offensive line that seems to have a little more of a strength in running the football. And you have a strong running back room that Fitz talked about. I mean, you have Evan Hull and Cam Porter. Two guys who legitimately can be considered returning starters. I mean, Evan Hall was your your first thousand yard rusher in a few years. Then you have other guys in that room. It's deep. Could you kind of change the mindset in the offense? Could you rather than having a true, I guess, pocket passer that you've had in recent times, could you build more of a quarterback run game? Could you build more rollouts? Could you move the pocket? Could you run more RPOs? And in that case, maybe Brendan Sullivan is your guy. Maybe maybe he can help um, can help ease your wide receivers that need to prove themselves a little bit, that need to get their footing. He can help ease that transition early in the year by being dynamic in the run game. And that would be something that's really interesting because then you'd have you'd have a truly dynamic run game in this 2022 season. And then you can still throw the ball with Brendan Sullivan. So you have that option. Or do you also run some hybrid of both? Do you run a true quarterback, a true two-quarterback system? Not like last year where guys change in and out. For three, four guys, and injuries cause other guys to have to stop playing. Like a true two-quarterback system where both guys can play at a, at a high level, can be effective. Then you can almost make defenses prepare for both sides of it. Prepare for the pocket passer in Ryan Helinski and prepare for the dual threat aspect of Brendan Sullivan. And who knows, maybe Ryan Helinski has a little more of that dual threat in him this year. I mean, he talked in the media last week about how his biggest emphasis this offseason was his diet, was his nutrition, and how he saw his body change by finally getting that right. He worked with the nutrition staff, he, he made sure he was putting the right things in his body and not the wrong things anymore. And now he's in better shape. I mean, he talked about running sprints and not being out of breath anymore when the year before he'd be huffing and puffing, trying to catch his breath the best he could. And he talked about how maybe he can become a little more of a runner now that he's in better shape, now that his... He's got his, in his words, his body right, and he's changed his body. Maybe he can bring a little bit more of a dual threat aspect to the game. If you're asking me, I think 
the experience of Ryan Helensky continues to ha- give him the edge. And there's there's rumbles that Helensky does have the slight edge uh, as well. I think it's... It, in my mind, I don't think it can be a coincidence that of the two guys in the quarterback race, the one who seems to continue to get placed in front of the media is Ryan Helensky. The guy who's going into year four of his college career, the guy who's been at the Power Five for three years, he's been with three different offense coordinators, He's he's got the experience, a guy who's been there, done that, a guy who's beaten some good teams in the SEC, cough, cough, Georgia. Um, I just think that his experience, his skill set, the talent level that I don't even think we've really had the chance to see the ceiling of, I think that's going to win out. And I think when when August 27th rolls around, the first guy you're going to see running out on that field with the offense, I think it's going to be number three. I think it's going to be Ryan Helinski. really do. So there you have it. That's... That's a recap of who's in this quarterback battle, what Fitz has already said about the quarterback battle to this point, what Ryan Helinski has said, and really how how I see it shaping out. And could could things come out that change my opinion? Absolutely. I mean, it seems that the battle is not settled according if you take fits at his word. But I just I don't I don't see if a way the way things are progressing right now, I don't see a way that Ryan Helinski is not taking the first snap of 2022. So that's how I see it progressing right now. And we'll see if something changes. If it does, you'll absolutely hear about it here on Locked On Northwestern. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to come back later this week as we continue to look at the defense. We continue to talk about the the things being said in the media by Fitz and Peter Skaronsky, Ryan Alinsky, and Cam Mitchell. And we start to ease closer to the season kicking off August 27th in Dublin. And we talk about that first game and the rest of the schedule after it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you have notifications for each new episode. For Locked On Northwestern, I'm your host, Carter Bird. Follow me on Twitter at CarterBird13 and CarterBird13 on Instagram. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Because we will be back every day because here on the Locked On Podcast Network, it is your team every day. Also, know what your team is up against across the Big Ten with Locked On Big Ten. Every day, host Nate Dickinson and local experts of Locked On take you across the Big Ten in 30 minutes. Make Locked On Big Ten your second listen. Locked On Big Ten.